Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi there, and welcome back to That Smart Hustle. Over the past two episodes, we've talked about the importance of prioritizing yourself if you ever hope to live a fully balanced and fulfilling lifestyle. And because this topic is so important, I want to continue to focus on it by delving into the concept of being alone and why spending time alone with yourself is so important. I've found that as I've grown older, I've shifted from a more extroverted state to a more introverted one. I'm not sure if it has something to do with the passing of time or the fact that eventually we're plucked out of our usual social settings that we were so used to during our school years, but I can confidently say that I actually prefer to be alone during a lot of the activities in my day-to-day life. This is probably because writing is a pretty solitary activity. Don't get me wrong, when I go on vacations, I prefer to be with my friends and family, but the daily stuff like going grocery shopping, running errands, exercising, relaxing by the pool, and reading and writing, yep, I prefer to do all of that alone. Why is that? To answer this question, I like to refer back to my younger years when I was in my early 20s, living on my own in my own apartment with my cat and no romantic relationship. If you're married with kids, try to think back to that time as well. And if you're currently in that situation, then listen up. Don't take it for granted because that phase of my life was the one where I fully discovered who I was, what my passion was, and what I truly wanted to pursue and do with my life. And I honestly don't think I could have done it any other way because there would have been external influences either distracting me or keeping me from discovering who I actually am and what my purpose here on this earth is. When you're living alone with no romantic relationship, no kids, with just a job and maybe a pet or two, you feel like you have a lot of time, and you do. You don't have anyone or anything to truly distract you, so you're more able to focus on other things, like getting into the habit of cooking healthy meals every night and implementing a workout routine, applying for higher education, meditation, journaling, volunteering, discovering your passion, being artistic and writing, painting, or creating something. That year and a half I spent by myself in my Woodlands apartment with just my cat Lacey and my job was honestly one of the best times of my life. Because during that time, I grew as a person and I rediscovered my passion for writing, enough to the point where I actually finished writing the whole manuscript. Now, that's not to say that you can't discover your passion if you're currently in a romantic relationship or you're married with kids, but I'm sure you've recognized that it's much harder to do so because there are other things that demand your attention like the fact that Billy just stuck a Lego up his nose, or your dog just dug up half the backyard and destroyed the sprinkler system. I get it, and you're not alone. But it's so crucial to understand that while there are 18,000 other things that need your attention, there's someone else who desperately needs attention too. 
and that person is you. And a lot of the time, that attention you're so desperately craving is time that needs to be spent alone, away from the distractions, noise, and never-ending tasks that seem only to climb on a daily basis. This is why it's so important to schedule in daily alone time, even if it's only for 30 minutes or an hour. I've read articles about moms who have locked themselves in broom closets and pantries and cried, just to have some silence or get away from the chaos for two minutes. Don't be this person. Do not let it get to this point. If you're a mom, try to have a few different sitters on call or family members who can take two hours of their day to let you have two hours of alone time. And if finding a sitter is difficult, then find a gym that has a daycare and other amenities like a spa or a sauna so that while your kids are happily playing in daycare, you're releasing endorphins through exercise and also pampering yourself by getting a facial or a massage. Now, I also understand that these things cost money, but a lot of gyms offer free trials for a week as well as discounted rates for their services. Yes, it costs money, but in reality, everything costs money. So you may as well spend it on something that is going to serve you and keep you sane in the long run. For those without kids who are in romantic relationships, it can also be difficult to remember to schedule in alone time. I know the feeling of waking up, driving to work, working and attending meetings and answering emails and getting on conference calls for eight hours, driving home and sitting on the couch watching Netflix with my significant other, exhausted and too tired to do anything related to my passion. This is no way to live. Actually, I wouldn't characterize it as living at all. So there came a point in my life where I decided I had to do something about it. Instead of rushing out the door in the morning to get to work, I woke up 30 minutes earlier to get a run and a workout in. I'd then get ready and listen to a podcast of my choosing on my 45-minute drive to work instead of focusing on how terrible and annoying traffic was. I'd then work four hours and then leave the office to go somewhere I wanted to go on my lunch break like Starbucks. I'd bring my laptop, get a green tea and sandwich, and write for an hour until I had to get back to the office. I'd work another four hours, then listen to a favorite playlist of mine on the way home. By this point, I've been able to add three and a half hours of alone time into my day. And surprisingly enough, when I finally get home, because I've had this time to myself and my day has felt more balanced, I'm even more motivated to write, or pursue my passion in the evening after spending some quality time cooking dinner and talking about our days with my fiance. I would say that now, with this new schedule and making time to be alone, every weekday I have at least five hours of alone time. Not too shabby. And it's funny now because not only did I want and crave this alone time, it is now essential to my days. I schedule it into my routine because it is that important and I'm a better person all around when I have it. The other side of alone time, and it's a myth I absolutely hate hearing, is that being alone equates to being lonely. This could not be further from the truth, and I really want to dispel this deep-rooted thought from everyone's minds. Just the other day, I was walking into a restaurant by myself. I wanted to treat myself to a nice lunch for working so hard. The moment I approached the hostess and she asked how many, I told her, table for one, please. Her response, just one. I ignored her tone, smiled and nodded, and followed her to my table. Minutes later, my server approached. Hi, my name is Juan, and I'll be taking care of you today. Is it just you? And I confidently said yes, and I know exactly what I want to order. As I looked around that restaurant, I realized there were tables of twos, threes, and fours, but I was the only one. 
Why is it that going out to eat by yourself is still seen as taboo, especially in this day and age? Why do people immediately associate someone who is alone as someone who is lonely? It is absolutely mind-boggling to me. Whenever I see someone eating at a table by themselves, I always think, good for them, taking time for themselves. And I actually tend to envy them because I'm normally stuck at lunch with some people I'd rather not be with in the first place. What I'm trying to get across is that just because you go shopping alone or eat at a restaurant alone or go to a movie alone does not mean you're lonely. It just means you needed to take some time away for yourself to do what you want to do, which I know you already don't do enough of. I can guarantee you that once you shift your perception of what it means to be alone and what it means to be lonely, it'll be a heck of a lot easier to schedule your alone time. And if you're like me and you're someone who likes being alone, but can't seem to ever find time, then you need to make time for it. Write down all the activities, meetings, and events you have in a day and rearrange them. Shift them around and see where you can plug in an hour or two of alone time. Not only will your days be brighter and feel more balanced, but you'll also find that you somehow have the energy to pursue the things you love and truly care about. Don't wait another day. Start now. You've already spent too many days focused on others and their needs. It's time you start focusing on yourself and your needs to put your best foot forward every single day from here on out. You need you, so don't let yourself down. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.